Dr. Tar. Hoy, 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 peeps. This is Professor Feather. This is the Midnight Gadfly. This is Dr. Head. Special guest. Blue Fez. The Blue Fez. And you're listening to Unsane Radio. Radio. And squeeze that one out there. It's the bottleneck. Is that what we're calling it? The bottleneck? It's the bottleneck episode. Okay. Oh, back, seriously. Back by, Did you back see back on my the popular, news? Back by popular demand. Go ahead. No, this is a new newsflash. Sorry. Uranus has expelled gas. <laughs> I saw that. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> they could have learned That's so good. much from me had they just watched Quest for Uranus, I tell you. Thank you, science. Thank you, NASA. A tip to the Fizz to Cyclops movies. <laughs> oh, and you know what? Um, I forgot to say in the last episode, <laughs> thanks, Dale K, for that brilliant opening, the Popeye opening. Did you guys hear it? When it yeah, that was great. Yeah, it was awesome. That was Dale K, our buddy Dale K, man. That was, Thank I thought you, that was, yeah, I thought well, that was Oh, well, Dale, Thanks. Yeah, Dale has a, he's a horror host, and he also has a, uh, what is it, uh, Eerie Late Night Radio? Eerie or? Late, Eerie, Eerie Radio. Yeah. Eerie, Eerie yeah, House, uh, Eerie yeah. House. Oh, it, it, it's always Eerie. But yeah, he, Dale, Dale's a cool guy. So anyway, oh, this week we're, gonna, we're jumping on, you know how they say you jump on the bandwagon? Well, this is, think of Monty Python, you're jumping on that wagon where you bring out the dead. We're all on that wagon. This is a pandemic episode. This one's going to go viral. I think it's more like Benny Hill. It's more like Benny well, Hill. This reminds me, I would like to do another shout out because of pandemics to my really good buddy, Charlie Fleming, who wrote one of the best zombie mo- uh, short films scripts that I've ever read. And the title of it is Zombies and then the word fuck with a big exclamation point. <laughs> and the only dialogue in the whole in this whole little uh, short movie is that those two words zombies and fuck no other words are ever said in the movie and it's done so brilliantly it's just funny as hell so there we go pandemic take it away boys how about that pandemic <laughs> I like Apple Pandowdy pandemic What's the difference between a pandemic and an epidemic? Well, the pandemic, you can cook things in. <laughs> Are there nonstick pandemics? <laughs> Thank you. What, what oh, you I wish. got teflonitis. <laughs> it won't even... Just but eggs don't stick on me. <laughs> I know you are, but what you am I? You guys are silly. <laughs> Here I'll start out. I'll start out with my all-time favorite pandemic movie, yes. Night of the Living Dead. Yeah, yes. <laughs> Yeah, how about that Night of the Living Dead? <laughs> what hasn't been said? Yes, it is like a, the ultimate pandemic, pandemic movie. movie. I just watched that again the other night. Yeah, I'm not sure what channel it was on. Some kind of movie channel, but yeah, it wasn't a great print. But uh, <laughs> who's posting the little? Now, what place is the lotion in the basket? <laughs> They're coming to get you, Barbara. But anyway, that's that's mine. So, moving on. Tar, what's your pick? What's your pandemic movie you want to talk about? Oh, I don't. I don't know. There's so many pick. to pick to pick at. Um, <laughs> how about Andromeda Strain? That was like one of the first that's, ones I saw. That's great. I mean, it, well, you know, and then what was the the rip off of movie of it? Uh, Satan's Bug. Mm, the same that, book. Yeah. yeah, that's it. But anyway, I, I liked Andromeda Strain. I I know uh, Midnight doesn't like that, but uh, I don't know. It was a, it's like one of those hard science ones, you know, where the, the drama became in trying to figure out where it, what's happening and all that stuff. So, yeah, I like that one. Andromeda Strain. I've never seen Andromeda Strain. Did, was, you, see the, did you see the remake? Uh, no. No, I didn't. Just the original one. Yeah, the original one's good. 
I like that one. This one, it, it was a mini. That was a Robert Wise movie too, wasn't it? I don't remember. I think you're okay. right. I think that was Robert Wise. Michael Crichton wrote that, correct? Yes. yes. Yeah. But I think uh, Robert Wise, that was one of his movies. So before he did Star Trek. <laughs> but anyway. Dr. Head? Uh, I think one of the earliest ones I remember, and it's still still a movie I like to go back and watch once in a while, is The Omega Man. <laughs> yeah. Get your damn dirty hands off me, you zombies. Uh, I saw that. Exactly. That one I saw. Oh, you saw the... Uh, you've never seen that one? Yeah, I did see Omega Man. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they changed the end of the, the story from the novella. But yeah. though they also borrowed that from the Vincent Price, uh, Last Man on Earth. They took that kind of ending. Which is one of my favorite pandemic movies, is Last Man on Earth. Yeah, it's, it's brilliant. And that's uh, much truer to uh, the novel than Omega Man, wasn't it? They're about it is. I had didn't even know there was a version uh, of, of the Last Man on Earth until probably, well, I want to say late 90s, you know, something like that. And then uh, there were, were only like bootleg copies floating around, really bad looking copies. Really bad copies, yeah. yeah. It's public domain. Yeah. yeah. And so now that's been cleaned up and remastered and looks beautiful. But yeah, I think The Last Man on Earth is it's, it's very faithful to Matheson's novella. It is. <laughs> I used to teach that in my class. <laughs> I am, I am Did you like, know that was supposed to be a Hammer movie? But they decided it was going to be too expensive, so they pawned it off to some Italian studio, yep. and and they made it. So it's supposed to be along their lines of like Core Mass and all their hardcore sci-fi movies that they were doing at the time. Well, they weren't that hardcore, but anyway. So, <laughs> so Blue Fez, what's your uh, pandemic movie? All right, so I've got three, and you guys have already mentioned two of them. Uh, Andromeda Strain is one of my favorite. Uh, favorites. I saw that uh, first time I saw that as a kid in the 70s, probably like in the afternoon movie or maybe even Creature Feature on WKBD Channel 50 in Detroit. Um, also, you know, Mega Man, one of my all time favorite pandemic movies. I love that movie. Um, it's, you know, it's take it's a little different, you know, from uh, I Am Legends, the novella, but it's still still stand on its own. And I'm going to throw another one in here. And I'm going to point more towards the 70s remake of The Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Oh, yeah, nice. Over, over the, the 50s version, which, I mean, yes, that one probably still counts too, but that was, I think, more speaking to the you know, anti-Red Scare of the time. But the 70s remake, oh, man, did that freak me out as a kid. I mean, it is, it's just got this weird atmosphere, and then, of course, all the, you know, the, the just the, the pod effects. Oh, yeah, that, that movie kind of left a mark on me after watching it. It's one of my favorites. And the, and the dog. <laughs> the dog hobo. With the, with the human head yeah. on it, face? <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Very creepy. And I still can see that last that last scene. He's with, still begging. With <laughs> Sutherland kind of pointing. Yeah. You know, and opening his mouth, and that horrible scream comes out of it, you know? <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I Now, I, I could be, you know, in a minority here, but I think that movie goes into, like, a, the folder of, um, movies that remakes that I like better than the originals, much like um, David Cronenberg's The Fly, I think is a superior version over the original. I mean, don't get me wrong, I love the originals, but you know, you walk out of that, walked out of The Fly, and I was just blown away. I was just sort of like night and day. But I feel that way about the '70s Invasion of the Body Snatchers too. Yeah, like I, I agree. I, I think they're they're both really good in their own rights, and I'm one that don't. You know, is not really big into remakes um, because you usually no reason. But yeah. uh, these are movies that totally prove me wrong. <laughs> so they're both really good. I agree with you. Uh, I like the originals, and the and your and yeah, the originals are. It's so funny because they're again they're they're from a whole different viewpoint. You know, um, of, of 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 society at the time that they right. were made. So, and that's and that's a, a testament to the to the you know the adaptation of of the remake. Yes, Shaun of the Dead's one of my favorite 
pandemic. It's so much fun. I never really thought of zombie movies as a pandemic, which, you know, until you guys like were mentioning it the other day, I'm like, oh, I guess so. You know, so I so I I see zombie movies, but I don't really watch any of the other ones that are anything that's realistic. You know what I mean? Uh, That like Andromeda. Yeah, right. Yeah, Yeah, because they're kind of creepy. Yeah, Yeah, shit would freak me out. Yeah, Yeah. you can thank Matheson for bringing the uh, viral aspect to the zombie movies, you know, because that's what he did with the vampire. So. Thank you, right. Richard Matheson. Has anyone seen a movie called Pontypool? Yes. <laughs> yeah, what do you think about that? I kind of like it. I really do. And it's just weird. I think it's just weird. You know, the virus spread by spoken word as opposed to inhale, you know, physical contact. It was just kind of weird. Puts a brain in like a digital fugue. You know, just a fugue. And yeah. A digital like fugue. It. Not a digital, but... <laughs> Well, who knows? The Matrix, you know? When was that movie made? Uh, 2008. Uh, it's interesting because it's a, there's, yeah. a, there's a story that's similar to that that was written by Warren Ellis um, about that. Uh, and I can't, he had like a term for it uh, of how like these kind of memes or whatever that would uh, infect people. It was kind of weird. And it was, what was it in the movie? Sure. What was it? It was just English that spread it wasn't it it was yeah the I, i'm not sure if it was like person to person or like through the radio um but i i remember yeah hearing it something about that but i don't i remember the details i just remember being really impressed with this what looked like a very small budget movie it was so different the, the take on on the virus and zombies i i really i thought it was great for a, a little indie movie i thought it was really fun Yes. And I did like the uh, the lead actor, the the DJ or whoever he was. I don't even know his name, but I thought he did a pretty good job. Constantly talking to the entire movie. It was just, you know. You saw this, didn't you, Feather? I thought you couldn't get past the spoken virus thing. but No, no, I'd never, I've never even seen it at all. I deny it. I deny everything. Okay, there we go. Right, there we go. Well, <laughs> here, here's one. Here's one. Twelve monkeys. Ah, uh, yes. Yeah, that's a good one. I've seen that too. Mm-hmm. Twelve hey, monkeys. I think Twelve Monkeys is a really good movie. Terry, Terry, Terry Gilliam. Terry Gilliam. Yeah, Terry Terry Gilliam. Gilliam. Yes. Yeah. So it has that really the, those sensibilities that he brings to to brought to his movies. And it's got that bizarre kind of surreal, nightmarish, you know, almost Kafka-esque kind of feel at times. Uh, yeah, I, I, so I liked about it so much that his imprint was on that. And it was a compelling story. And and uh, I, I thought I liked 12 Monkeys a lot. Yeah, the, and it's, uh, you know, Brad Pitt is really good in that. And it's funny because uh, a condition of him getting the part was that Terry Gillum told him he had to stop smoking pot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and he goes, okay, sure. But uh, he made up yeah, that good whole acting thing. all around in that. Oh, movie, it is, yeah, and a good story. Wasn't that Madeline Stowe plays his mother from yes. the past? Yeah, I really like her. Gadfly, uh, if I remember correctly, didn't we see that at the um, the showcase cinema? Uh, it used to be on Secor Road. Yes. Yeah, well, I monkeys, so. and, I, and I, the one thing I remember about that is we walked out of that movie. And you were like, "I want to see that again." <laughs> you were like ready to walk in and watch it again. Who was? You. Oh yeah, it was. It was. It was. Yeah, it was very impressive. Well, that and it was. It, it was kind of confusing the first time I watched it. Um, I just didn't. You know, I, I wanted to see it again to kind of watch it. And plus, I, again, it was just a really cool visually. It was. Uh, Almost yes. a, Did you say that was Terry Gilliam's movie? Yes, it was. Yes. A, and it, it was. It had a lot of uh, like uh, Brazil in it. You know, certain the way yes. it was shot, and um, he does those like really long lenses. It's really cool. It's based on a French movie, right? Yes. Yeah, the French movie is called uh, Les Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> 
Les Monkeys. Deux, trois. I still can't figure out why I struggled so much with French. Since it was so much just English words with lay in front of them. It out. is, I know. Isn't that right, Professor Pugum? <laughs> I speak Pepe Le Pew. Lay correct. Now, what's my name? <laughs> Voulez-vous fuck? Les Doctors. Yes! Doctor. Well, speaking of Brad Pitt, uh, what, did everyone like World War Z? I liked it. I thought it was. Oh awesome. yeah, I forgot about that. I did yeah. not like War Z. No, no. First of all, the book. Did you ever read the book? The book is wonderful. I, 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 yeah, the book. The, book. The, I just didn't like it. I, I, I didn't like that. <laughs> who wrote? Who wrote the book? Max Brooks. Yeah, uh, Mel Brooks' uh, son. son. Yeah. Yeah, and did, he crafted that after he wrote the uh, zombie survival guide, if I remember correctly. Yeah, but it's set up more as like a series of stories instead yes. of one continuous story. And it was like more like epic battles, you know, after we won. It's supposed to be like a few years after all this has happened. And he's relating all these epic battles that had happened. Yeah. Turning point. Yeah, the during, yeah, the beginning, during, and then the end, and sort of the tapering off the end. Yeah, well, I think the the idea was that he was support, he was uh, uh, sending in a report to the United Nations, and they rejected it for being too, I don't know, too literal, too too in your face. And then he's like, well, here here are the stories. He's just gonna put it out itself. Yeah, I loved the book, just wonderful stuff. And then when I heard they were doing a movie, I was like, well, how are they going to get this book into a movie? This would make more sense as a episodic television series. So I've, I've never seen World War Z, though I've heard people say, if you separate it from the book, it's it's a decent zombie movie. You, you just can't compare the two. Yeah, there's a, there's like a scene where they're, were they in Jerusalem or something like that? Um, and it's a, there's a, a wall around the city, and they're that was interesting. Yeah, I, yeah they're, I they're like literally that. like piling up on each other to get up over the wall, like insects. Yeah, yeah. And it, it was, uh, and that was terrifying. I'm like watching that, you know. Um, and have then you seen thinking along those lines of uh, World War Z here. Have you seen uh, Train to Busan? Yeah, Busan? that's a lot like that. That overwhelming horde of zombies running at you, just trampling everything, just like a wave of coming at them and we, it makes it interesting because it's on a train too and so they're going from car to car it was it was a fun movie actually it's a, isn't that a south korean movie or something yes it is yes there's a, i haven't there's seen a it i haven't seen it yeah i'd like to see it there's an animated prequel too i believe called busan is it uh or train to bus no either, yeah. I, I forget the name but i know it's an animated prequel it's supposed to be really good as well ah. both on netflix aren't netflix. they or is it netflix yeah. Yeah. But, uh, okay, so what are some of the other, uh, not so much zombie movies, but, you know, out and out. Oh, pen- oh, I, uh, Outbreak. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's, there's one that's. Is that Dustin Hoffman? Know, yeah, Dustin Hoffman, bunch of people, Cuba Gooden Jr., a whole bunch of people, and it was like. Uh, Renee oh, Russo? Yes, yes, she was in it. Um, like, Donald Sutherland. Donald Southern, yeah, yeah. But anyway, I've never seen yeah. it. Yeah, it's it's a pretty depressing movie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what was the Japanese movie? Um, virus. Yeah, virus. Yes. Virus. <laughs> yeah, I've not seen that. Uh, there was like two versions. I've of seen it. The American version and the Japanese version, and I've not, I've not They're seen it. Essentially, the same thing. I mean, they were really trying to be the same thing. It had a, what's his name, uh, Bo Svensson in it. And it was actually a high budget movie at the time. I mean, it wasn't. No, it looked like it was a pretty. It, it doesn't look bad at all. No. No, no. It's a, it was a, a prominent co-production between a Japanese and American companies. Kind of got together. Right. And, and they're uh, trying. It was like one of those try to break yeah. in the market type movies. Yeah, it turned out better than like you know. Well, I won't say better than the green slime. Just you know, looks like I had a better budget <laughs> than the green slime. <laughs> Ooh, the green slime. There's I a like pandemic unto itself. <laughs> yeah. Um, when I when it comes out to me when I think of pandemics is the stand. Oh yep. The, the miniseries, the Stephen King. Oh it's yeah. Kind of like kind of what's happening now. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. It is. It is a lot like it. And that looks. Yeah. Well, it is kind of. Meaning, look out for the hand of glory here. <laughs> yeah. Really. I'm waiting for the old grandma figure to show up. You know, but uh, yeah, I, I actually wanted to see more about the that aspect of the uh, the pandemic. You know, because that's what I I like seeing that disintegration of things. But I knew King had to move to the, you know, good versus evil, and here's your ten characters kind of thing. But um, I, I think when it was in its uh, disease mode or whatever that that story in the movie, that was the scariest part of that whole thing to me. Yeah. That's that has always been. But, uh, but then it just got silly. <laughs> M O N. That smells disease. All right. I'm trying to think what else uh, actually about the virus there's a there was a mini mini series about uh, it was called uh the hot zone it was about the ebola near ebola breakout in the 1980s i want to say in virginia that nearly uh, nearly uh have you ever seen any of the like there's like a slew of asian movies with ebola worked into it and when they would show them they would like it's just typically bad hong kong movies at the time just, you know, with the oozing and disintegrating in front of people and stuff. It was like a super Ebola. I think it was called Ebola, actually. But anyway. How about the, the happening? That's kind of uh, an outbreak. That's a viral plague. Kind of. wait, wait, was that kind the of. M. Night Shyamalan one? Yes. Oh, dude. The trees. The trees. It's Zoe Deschanel. How could you not like it? <laughs> I need I need a tree surgeon. <laughs> uh, when he's talking to the plastic bush in the corner, I just... well, I like the sequel. The bark is as bad as its bite. <laughs> Good. No, I I I think it really wanted to go somewhere, and it just uh, I, I but I think it's I'll still watch it. As bad as it is, it pulls me in, and I will just watch it, knowing that this is just it's just gonna it's gonna be bad, and I'm okay with it. What the happening? Yeah. Yeah, oh, I, I actually I enjoy watching it. It's not a good movie by any Mark, means. Mark Wahlberg, I, I liked it better than The Village, but uh, no, uh, see, I didn't. I didn't mind The Village. Oh, Everybody yeah. says they did, they, not, they did not like that. Was at all. Joaquin Phoenix in The Village? He was, yes. Yes, I remember. I, I mean, I vaguely remember because I didn't like the movie very well, but I remember him being in it and liking him because I like him and whatever he does. So, so would uh, what is the what are the movies that were done by uh, Peter Jackson? when he was in New Zealand, would those be pandemic? Like bad taste or... Well, no. Bad taste is an alien invasion. Yes. Okay. Alien invasion. Yes. Yeah, and Dead no, Alive, he Dead did Alive do... is a zombie film with a, the Sumatran rat monkey. It's not really a <laughs> pandemic. That's a great movie. Yes. you got to watch yes. it. The giant, the giant zombie baby at the end, too, is great. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it's fantastic. And then the priest, you know, <laughs> I could cast with the Lord. That's when Peter Jackson that. was making good movies. Yes. Yeah. I liked Frighteners too. That was like his. Instead first. of about uh, no, that was pretty bitch Hobbit too. He he has done he has done some good movies. And all, all of the, those, all, all of those, oh. all of those movies are you know in their own rights are pretty good. Oh, but what was that last one he did? The... Well, he didn't do the the Hobbit movies. He he did the, he was a producer, I think, but I don't think he directed. Those. Oh, I think he directed them too. Oh, did he? Yes, oh. he did. What was the, what was the one he did with the cities? Oh, the mortal, the, uh, mortal engines. Yeah. What? Have, did you watch it? No, it looked horrible. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'm like, this is, the concept was ridiculous. Like these giant <laughs> rolling cities. Like seriously? It's like Come why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're going to fight you next city over. Wait till we get there in two Hold days. Hold on. <laughs> yeah. Damn you, Portage! We're going to devour you. Do you guys consider like the crazies pandemic movie? Oh yeah, I, I think it would be because it's like a nerve gas, isn't it? It's spreading, yeah. and they're kind of like rabid, with like well, not like the movie. Oh, that's a good one too, rabid. Yeah, those are non non zombie like, well, non zombie zombie like, I guess, type type creatures, just like just like a Sliver. And that, what was? And that, oh yeah, yeah, but, yeah well, yeah, the Sliver was not really quite a pandemic. It just they spread. Right, and Nobody. it was also alien 
Mm-hmm. But you know, it but could have been a power everything. Yeah, he, he was. That was his intent was to eat everything. Or now we're going to talk about movies that have potential pandemic uh, qualities. No. <laughs> you know, it, 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 that's how a pandemic works. <laughs> um, I would say ch- Children of Men. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that I would have never seen that. That just looked depressing. I just, oh, it, it's a, really, it's really depressing. But I think there were there was something happened that made women infertile yeah. or men infertile, and people, you know, kids were not being born anymore. So that's a type of pandemic, I'm going to guess. Yeah. What about Kevin? Yeah, interesting if you would consider that. A, I guess you know. Yeah. I guess you have to. I don't know what really what the official. They didn't say. Nobody definition knew. of say. pandemic is. Yeah, they don't yeah. say. Yeah. The. Uh, um, what about cabin fever? Oh yeah, that stuff that got in the water and and the, the fact that they get stuck. Yeah, it was, it was good. I I liked the first one. I didn't care for the other ones, but I thought the first one was pretty good. We're getting some static from somewhere. Yeah, like a wind is blowing or something. Yeah, or rain. Anybody? John? <laughs> Don't know. That's not me. No. Oh, oh, there it went away. They went away. Um, has anyone seen Contagion from about 10 years ago? I've heard with, of it. With uh, Kate Winslet and Jude Law, Matt Damon, Gwyneth Paltrow? No. No. It's not a good movie, uh, although it gets a four-star rating. Um, but it's really, truly about a virus that sweeps the world and shows how it kind of works its way backwards and in some ways where you see how the origin of this virus began and it starts killing people all over the world within days and, and how people adjust. It's really focused on how, how the, the CDC and governments are trying to tackle and deal with the virus. Well, while it's affecting everyday life uh, for most people too. So it's very relevant to what's going on today. I mean, if nothing else, I would give it a, give it a shot just to, to see how we confirm those fears. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I didn't like the movie, but it's certainly in the contagion viral outbreak theme. Right. What about uh, the seventh seal? Oh, yeah, because that's. Oh, tell uh, me about that. One. I I don't know anything about it. I don't think I've ever seen the seventh. Wait a minute, seventh seal. That's a bird. A Bergman. Oh, where they play chess with the uh, yes. death. Yep. I admit I skipped. I kind of only skipped through that. I, I lost interest about a half hour in. Like, okay, I can't keep up with it. I guess if you're going to associate with the Black Death and all that, and you're scourging Europe, and well, I think that would say, count. Exactly. Exactly. I was wanting to see more of that aspect of it, you know, talking with death and that kind of. I was wanting to see that. I think more than anything, just this back and forth. Well, you then, know, then you death, need to you need, you need to watch the second Bill and Ted's uh, excellent adventure. Okay. Bogus journey. <laughs> Excellent. Well, going back to all that stuff, Corman's uh, the Mask of Red Death is yeah. Uh, yeah. being yeah. trapped in Prospero's castle and about the plague. Yeah. Well, that's how those people escaped the uh, the Black Death. When the ones who were rich enough to have their own place, they just kind of stayed away from the town and they kind of stayed up high in the hills and they were able to get away from from everyone dying so they would they had done the self-quarantining and the social distancing you know a thousand years ago and fucking the poor <laughs> well cheaper than they ever done the rich so there you go pandemic pandemic so 28 days later did you guys mention that one nobody mentioned that one though yeah. but that's a good one but you just did See, in that I, in that, uh, like in that. that oh I actually kind of can't stand that movie what about uh, twenty eight no, days kinda later? Like twenty eight and twenty eight weeks later was even worse. I thought. No, I like the I like the first one. I didn't. The second one sucked. So I like yeah, the second I like the first one, one too. I like the second one better. Really? You're like the re- You're like, lying. I was wanting to like it so much. <laughs> I just like, God, I just something something's rubbed me the wrong way. I just did not like it at all. Yeah. What about? Yeah, I will say the the that opening scene and uh, twenty eight weeks later is just brutal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that I I wasn't I, I think I like the first one better, but that opening scene that sticks with you after you see it. It's like talk about setting up the uh the um, expectation for the movie. It's like wow. 
Did yeah. you ever see his uh, follow-up to uh, 28 Days Later, uh, the director's uh, Sunshine? Yep. Oh, that's a good I movie. I kind of like that movie. Yeah, that's yeah. a lot of fun. it's not uh, it's not bad but I have one big issue with it if they got that close to the sun time time would dilate Mm. well maybe it did I mean they they make reference to it and just yeah I I, I like that movie I I just thought that was good yeah what about uh, Resident Evil (laughs) (laughs) I went highbrow on you guys stars I like the video game yeah, what about, uh, how about Hackers, the 1995 classic? Oh, man. Computer <laughs> viruses? Are we going to oh. go that route? <laughs> hey, come on. Hey, it's a virus. Well, I guess you could say I that counts. But, it, but, it, but it, it doesn't constitute a pandemic. Well, how about like Bird Box then? Would you say Bird Box was a pandemic kind of movie then? Because we have the pathogen that causes people to... Yeah, I, yeah I would, yeah. I would say yes. And it's spread out everywhere. It's a, it's a pandemic. And oh, that brings it up. Can we do a, a Three Stooges PSA? <laughs> for, the, for the virus. Spread out! What's the uh, rise, of the, rise of the Planet of the Apes? Well, yeah. That, that whole series was a pandemic. <laughs> No, this is the newer one because when they when yeah. they have when they have. I'm talking uh, about all of them. Yeah. No, these are. <laughs> I don't hard. care. New, old Damn ones are gonna make. Yeah, Rise yeah. was so much better than the first one, but the War, the last one, I thought was so fucking depressing. Just Jesus yeah. Christ, man! Can you like throw me a bone? Yeah, that yeah, was so depressing. Well, I hate that they gave them human eyes. You know what I mean? That really fucked up the the look of the of uh, Caesar or whatever. Because they instead of having like real chimp eyes, they yeah, made him part of the mutation. Yeah. Because it, what it's viral based Alzheimer treatment that he uh, he gave the he gave Caesar, which transformed him into a, a smart monkey. Which is kind of a, I think right. that's really cool for a, a story twist to that though. I mean, I thought that was really good though. I liked it too. Yeah, it was nice. Well, that's a, just a simple take on deep, you know deep blue sea. You know, I mean, <laughs> I mean seriously, we're just uh, we're now we're doing have smart chimpanzees versus smart sharks. You know, I oh. like that movie. I do too. I want. I love the song "Hello Cool J." Man, I'm a shark. I'm gonna eat you. I mean, come on. That's you can't get any better than that. Yeah, you can. <laughs> yeah, it's called it's called land land shark land shark. I saw a movie called Blindness. Have you guys ever seen that with uh, Julianne Moore and Mark Ruffalo? Mm-hmm. It's a this some um, epidemic that causes blindness, and um, called Day of the Trippids. <laughs> there you go. I didn't say that. <laughs> Look out for the broccoli! <laughs> I can't see it. <laughs> I, I, I just can't God see it. I just broccoli. can't see it. I don't. I don't know, Peter. <laughs> I hate broccoli. If there's any reason to now not be a vegetarian, now you know why. <laughs> so is that a pan? That's a plant demic. Plant demic. There you go. <laughs> Plant-based demic. That's yeah. Well, then, if we're going with plant demic, <laughs> well, pod people, what? Yeah. Little shop of horrors. <laughs> no, he didn't spore yet. There's only one of him. But that was I'm a potential about... plant demic. <laughs> it was a potential. Potential. <laughs> Get it? It was potential. Being tar and feather. So there we go. <laughs> You're pandemic. Pandemic. I think we covered quite a lot. I'm sure. I know there's tons more, but that was pretty good. We obviously right. stayed away from movies like Bird Flu, thankfully. <laughs> you know. Gesundheit. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what else? We've covered some of them before, like Shivers. We talked about because that's uh, David Cronenberg, as well as Rabbit. Rabbit's uh, David Cronenberg as well, too. Oh yes, yes. Yeah, all of his stuff is kind of deals well in con- 
in contagion of one kind or another. <laughs> oh, my favorite pandemic is the 2014 classic Cooties. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've been suffering that for a few years now. <laughs> I think I stocked up on all that spray from third grade. <laughs> I'll send you a can. Hoarder. <laughs> Hoarder. <laughs> I'm not going to price gouge you. Just double the price. Who would have thunk 50s? Cooties. Cooties. <laughs> I like the game, too. <laughs> Don't catch him. Damn you. I remember that. playing that game. Hard. That's true. That's true. That's right. <laughs> oh, damn it. I only have five legs. <laughs> <laughs> Thank cootie enough for us. So, John, while we have you here, all right, since we're switching off of the pandemic, what were the horror hosts that you grew up with? And uh, who are your, like, favorite ones that you, you know, even to this I, day will still watch? I know, Tar and Feather, but come on. <laughs> Besides them. So, all right. So, grew up in Toledo. Uh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> yes, as, as I always say, the city that means well. Um <laughs> And I'm sorry, and I apologize to any Toledoans. It's yeah, that's yeah, it's just not that bad. Um, <laughs> so we only uh, we only had four channels uh, on this little black and white TV that I, I remember having in the early '70s. You know, it was eleven, it was eleven, thirteen, twenty-four, and PBS uh, channel thirty. Uh, we could not get channel twenty. We could not get channel fifty. Um, or any of the cool stations. Uh, I don't know. We had the big antenna. I don't know what happened. We just couldn't pull stage on. So I didn't really get to watch many of these until I was much older. We'd go over to my grandparents' house. They lived in Sylvania, and they, they had a, a better setup over there. And that's when I would uh, watch, you know, Channel 50 stuff. Um, you know, uh, Creature Feature. That was always my favorite. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, and then occasionally you'd go over to a friend's house and you know you'd watch uh, what was it, Bill Kennedy at the movies or something like that. So I mean, yeah, <laughs> Bill I, Kennedy. I'm sorry, that's <laughs> a couple of drinks in during the whole movie. But um, I didn't really get into horror hosts until I was much older, and it was the um, so Channel 36 when they came on board in Toledo. What was the gentleman that used to do the late night? Was that Dr. Shock? Yep. Yeah. And uh, so I remember, and I, I remember thinking, oh, this is, this is all, but I, I mean, I remember everyone talking about, you know, Goulardi um, and stuff like that. And I, but I never really got the opportunity to watch any of those. Um, I, I didn't have many friends outside of Toledo. I had cousins that lived in Cincinnati and I, I don't remember. They, they wouldn't have watched anything. So, like, all the stuff that I got for horror hosts kind of had to live vicariously through other people, you know, and you, you get uh, the so, monster so, mags and stuff like that. So, John, we're, your, we're like your step horror hosts, right? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay, cool. Let, let me let me uh, back up. Wait a minute, John. Let me back up. You mentioned Dr. Shock. Do you, did you watch him regularly? Uh. I, yes, I remember. Yeah, I remember uh, at the when I had my apartment uh, with uh, with friends. We, we yeah, we would stay up and watch that. So I, I, I kind of going back a while, but I, I do have um, you know memories of watching the show. And in fact, I think um, didn't he? I think he may have actually shown Star Trek the motion picture one time, and I think he was he was ripping on it. And I because I seem to remember that. Um, so yeah, I, I just I remember seeing that thinking, well, this is a great concept. What a great idea. And the fact that we had a local one I thought was even cooler. Yeah, he used yeah. to he used to shoot that show at a at the the screen printing shop that I worked at, um, called Altered Images on the east side near Frankie's. Um, oh, so his, I re oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah okay. His whole set yeah. was there because we always had the gurney that he had in there, uh, he left there. When he's Nurse Gurney. Yeah, so we would. That's what we would put all the T-shirts on and stuff, and wheel them around so that we could use, uh, you know, nice. to, to wheel the materials around. But yeah, we know we know Doctor Shock very well. We actually what helped him with a couple of movies Excellent. that they produced. 
Oh yeah, that's why I was. That's why I even you know, brought it up. It's interesting that you said that you would watch him, and and he was. Uh, it's pretty good because he was kind of representative of of the Goularty school of of horror hosting, you know, or the ghoul, you know, very irreverent and very, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just kind of, you know, kind of a rebel in a way, you know, um, and it's just, I'm just, you know, it's just cool that you, you would mention him as, as really one of your, you know, first if, horror hosts. Yeah, I would love to get him on here. That would be, and, and yeah, we will, we will. Did, did you watch a, when, how about like, when you know Commander USA, and those guys. <laughs> I was just going to say that when when the USA Network was new and they were doing all that crazy stuff and it, Commander USA and then up all night. Oh yeah, I watched that stuff religiously. That yeah, was yeah, USA was yeah. great back then. Was, oh yeah, holy cats! Yeah, that was a great show. So you and were, actually, you know, I think about that. And he kind of like reminds me of Fritz. You know, in, a, in certain ways, he reminds me of Fritz. Who does? Uh, uh, Captain USA. Oh, Commander, Commander USA. Commander. Commander. USA, yeah. Sorry. Was that Fritz the Night Owl? Is that who you're talking about? Yes. Yes. Oh, really? He doesn't remind me of Fritz at all. <laughs> just, no, he does. It's just certain aspects. They just, both have mustaches. Look, they both have mustaches. <laughs> Maybe. Okay. That could be it. <laughs> uh, Feather, Commander, Feather, Commander USA was. Commander USA was one of my all-time favorites. I I really really liked him. Uh, I thought he was, was was good. I knew I remember John and I had talked about him before. <laughs> oh yeah, no, great, love that show. I, I mean, that's um, you guys had given me um, some recommendations to watch. Uh, it was a couple of documentaries on uh, horror show hosts and watching those. Um, became, I, I I came I became very nostalgic because. Those, you know, when you think about it, these these local TV personalities, we don't have that anymore. And it, it, it was there. There was a sense of community around that. I, I think is awesome. That's why I love that uh, that you guys have moved online, and most of these people have moved online to kind of keep that spirit alive. Because there there is something about that um, that's that's just I, I it. it, it it get very nostalgic for because I, I was never really able to see any of that, you know, unless I was spending the night at a friend's house or whatever. But yeah, it's it's well, just that's that part whole, of the fun, though. I yeah, think. and and, and you know, it's like you know when we when Mystery Science Theater came out, you know, I got real into that. But it it's that whole sort of like the shared experience. You got this guy or this couple leading you through these movies. You get the skits. You know, I, I really do. I miss that stuff. So it was great seeing you guys at the um, that uh, uh, event in Strongville. I'm gonna. I'm oh yeah, Cinema on. Wasteland. Cinema Wasteland. I mean, it's just great that you know you guys kept this going. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there are a lot of us out there. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, if you want to, you know, how you were talking about that nostalgia for the way local television had a presence in your life when you were a kid, like in the '70s, especially. Um, have you seen Every Other Day Is Halloween? Is that uh, I'm I'm it's not going to re- tell me who the host was. It was that's... Count Gore Duvall, but he also yeah. played. He was yeah. Bozo. Yeah. And, that was wonderful. Oh yeah, I love that so much because it was just it was really about you know a whole culture that's gone now. You know. Yeah, and the different characters he had. You know, he had the sci what was the sci sci fi guy. Yeah, uh, like the Mister Spock kind of character. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember but, what that his name was. Yeah, but it, it's just you know. I, I don't know. I don't want to. I don't want to sound like oh, an old guy, but I mean, there just there is really something you are about that, uh, especially when it comes from community television that we just we don't have any anymore. So that's why when you know I see you guys doing what you're doing online, I'm like I'm just I'm glad there are people keeping that going because yeah, it's it's just it's a it's a unique experience. It's, it's, it's a, and it's also a wonderful shared experience as well. Exactly. Exactly. I, that's. I think that's the fun. Sharing it with someone else, or someone sitting there watching it with you. And yeah, yeah it, that's awesome. Well, and I think yeah, that's how I spent my childhood. You know, yeah. watching Superhost, or mostly Hulahan and Big Chuck, or Big Chuck and Little John, or The Ghoul. The Ghoul I watched with my family. That was my mom and dad. That was like the Friday night or Saturday night ritual, whichever night yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah. And then there was like dinner. 
Yeah, it was like, and it was like Cool Hand and Big Chuck, and my, I would go to my cousin Gary's, or he would come over to my house, and you know we would stay up till three or four in the morning, just you know watching those, because there was usually a movie that came after that, and sometimes it was another yes. monster movie or something, eight all night uh, in in Cleveland, and um, you know, that's, so that's like, that's why I love it so much that I have all those memories because I spend them with my family or with my cousin, and uh, I, I that's why I like about the online com- camaraderie too. You have that chance to connect and. With other people who like it in the same way that you do, and that, that's that's great. We we had, as kids we had structure though. Like now you know you can like find anything anytime. You know there's really really no like okay Saturday night eleven thirty or Friday night eleven thirty. Here's the ghoul, you know, and you stay up and you watch it. And it's the same with you know even when it was like uh, what's the Sir Graves Ghastly, which is like was my one of my first ones. Um, it was what Saturday afternoon, and sometimes he did it uh, Friday or Friday afternoon, like right after school. There would be, uh, you know, he'd yeah, and him. sometimes he would do it like at eight at night, also. And yes, it was just, yeah. but those were special. Right. We talked about this, you know, going through the TV guide and highlighting sure, yeah. when all this stuff would be on. It just was like so you could go back and watch. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's cool. The other, the other uh, good one is uh, American Scary, which is a pretty good one. Um, and it focuses most only on those who uh, actually were on broadcast television. Uh, so they, they yes, because it came out when 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 uh, all of the internet started blossoming. And yep. to come back to something that you, you were talking about, and you're talking about Count Gore. Count Gore has had an internet presence with showing his movies and and his whole website that for uh, for. A long time. He's the first. He's they, been, they consider he's him the, the first. first. Yeah. Yes, that, that went internet, and his show is strictly internet, and uh, he's been doing it for a, a long time. And he's a great guy too. He's a super great guy. Um, the uh, his uh, that other that sci-fi character was Captain Twenty. Captain Twenty. Yeah, and it, it was great how he hated doing the Bozo show, you know, and so he he kept getting in trouble because he kept making it uh, like this, almost like a kids' game show. Um, Do you mean Captain Penny? Um, what? Do you mean Captain Penny? Captain Twenty. Twenty. Okay. Four twenty. There you go. The uh, but yeah. So and he he had his mustache, and uh, so he had to put latex makeup over the mustache in order to remain as bozo. <laughs> Ow! Little Caesar uh, Romero action there. Holy Caesar Romero! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, Batman. <laughs> I think is the best Joker of them all, Cesar Romero. I think his performance is just so outlandish. <laughs> Anywho, back to what we're doing. Well, I think that's probably an episode. <laughs> <laughs> that brought to a screaming halt. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome, fans. Okay, well, uh, thanks again, John, for uh, hanging out with us. Uh, oh, we you. We still have to schedule another episode, right? Because uh, Shakes the Clown is uh, on deck. Yes. Yeah. When we do that, John will be back. Oh, oh I've oh, never oh, seen that place. Now what, I have you, to watch oh, it. Oh, you've never seen Shakes the Clown? I have never. No. It, it's one of the most uh, quotable you're movies You're in for a ever. treat. Yeah. Is that Bobcat Goldthwaite? Yes. Yes. Fuck you, party clown. It's a brilliant movie. It All is. right. It's one of my favorites. That, and you guys just hooked me up with this. I was like... What am I in for? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, there are yeah, there are not words. You are gonna be on one episode. Yeah, you guys wanna watch me take a dump? Son! This is Dr. Tar. Hoi hoi hoi! This is Hoi! This Hi, is like what? Like gadfly. I'm Doctor Head. Turn your head and call. I am the Boo Feds. <laughs> and you are listening to <laughs> Unsane Radio. Oh. Contact Unsane Radio at gmail.com. We have a Facebook presence, people. 
It's awesome. Presents for everyone. We Freaks on Facebook. John Boise's cartoon. Yeah, Soon to be out yeah. again. R-E-E-K-Z. Say it again. W-E-E-F-R-E-E-K-Z. Here we go. <laughs> In Cincinnati. He's the next He's the next Bill Waterson. Yeah, okay, I don't know about that. <laughs> I think Schultz. you meant you're standing next to Bill Waterson. Yeah. <laughs> Tarnfeather.com. Some of the best shit out there. <laughs> yeah. Emphasis on best. <laughs> we hope. Yeah. At least we think so. Now, we, uh, if you want to watch any of our episodes, go to Vimeo, and we're on Vimeo, Psycho Cinema, or Darn, I think it's Tarnfeather. Do a search, and you can see a slew of our episodes. That's on Vimeo. A slew. That's a Vimeo.com. Only twelve ninety five an episode. The French <laughs> version of uh, Twelve Monkeys was La Jetty. Yeah, yeah, which it, um, now see you just opened up a can of uh, uh, sea monkeys. No, we're gonna we're, we're gonna talk about we're gonna do an episode on that in Twelve Monkeys. <laughs> I agree. Yes, we should. We should. And then uh, just to clarify, uh, Dale K's radio show is Eerie House Radio. Eerie House Radio. Friday nights at seven thirty p.m. And thanks for the bump. For Old Time Radio and Saturday for the talk show at 6.30 p.m. That's blogtalkradio.com slash Dale K. K-A-Y. Very cool. Emphasis on slash. <laughs> if you want to see his olive oil. <laughs> that was great. <laughs>